and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and Elle, three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons we learn in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We were just talking about, um, I was at a shoot a couple of days ago and I got likened to a celebrity. Now, when this person said to me, do you know who you just, you look just like? I was thinking, no, but tell me, you know, Victoria's Secret model, Jessica Alba, Blake Lively, you know, I was waiting for it. I got Claire from Steps now. a lovely lady i googled her she's 46 she's 46 so she's a good few years older than me so i i took it i I took it quite hard but what i want to know girls is have you ever been told you look like people yeah i've got it and my sister gets the same one as well i get and i look nothing like her similarly we've got you know she's got greek nose i've got mine um but uh what's her name jennifer aniston Oh, oh Jay, take it and run. She is yeah. absolutely stunning, but that is an absolutely no. I look nothing like her. Absolutely nothing like her. No, there's I no chance. I wouldn't put her with Jennifer. Oh, oh you're, no, you're nothing you like her. Yeah, I, like I, I don't not see it. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, I'll take it. I <laughs> think it's also like Stevie's the glorious hair. You know, like you've the got whole lovely thing. hair. It, yeah. It's probably one of those things. Yeah, it's probably at a glance. If I was a little bit blind, uh, you'd think. And literally, you know, like when she was young in her like prime. Oh, that's more when I would I'll see. I'll take it. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, this big old wrinkle at the top of my forehead <sighs> is slow. Oh, girls, I really am thinking about getting it filled. I really am. Botox or filler? Oh. You Botox to straighten it out. Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference What's between the difference? Botox well, and filler? Well, filler is more... I'm saying this as someone who has not had it. Um, I think filler, like, creates shape. So you'd have filler in your cheek, which oh, I what, personally to, like, hate. contour it. Yeah, to contour yeah. it. And, like, older people have it a lot to... Because, you know, like, you sort of lose... Um, not tissue, collagen. but, like, your collagen. Elasticity. Elasticity. So your face sinks a bit. But you always notice, like, I love Carol Vorderman, but, like, oh, people like terrible. big, really big cheeks, that's filler. Right. And then the Botox is, like, the smooth forehead. Yeah, I just, yeah. it's uh, it's just one big line. It just needs to be gone. I'm definitely going to do Botox at some point. My mum and dad are listening to this. I'm definitely going to do it at some point in my life. I feel like I am. Because I have got a line going right between my eyebrows. That's your 11 line. Oh. It's called your 11 line. Is it? Well, me and my dad, like, I actually love it a little bit because me and my dad have got identical lines. Like, but at the same time, I'm like, I love you, dad, but I want it gone. Don't need it there all the time. Yeah, I don't need to be. Although you're, that's. When you're static and you're not expressive, you don't have a single line. But the problem is, I'm very expressive. (laughs) And also, like, my mum always says, and a lot of people close to me will be like, we just need to look at your face. Like, you don't need to say anything. Yeah. We just need to look at your so face. So you're going to have the Botox so you're not giving away how you feel yeah, anymore. Yeah, everyone will be like, we don't know what's going on. She's frozen. <laughs> She's frozen. <laughs> Literally frozen, yeah. Yeah, mm. it's a lot. I'm, I'm going to do it. Like, there's just so many lines. Look at that forehead, girls, for the sake yeah, of the you're least... doing that. Yeah, I know, but, like, that's a lot. I'm like, I'm like when they pick up a puppy... You know, like with oh, the That's what my forehead oh. looks like. I, I'm all here for growing old gracefully, but what it is is, you know, when you put a foundation on mm. and it all gets and it goes in the lines. Oh, it's not very nice. It's yeah. so horrible, and you know that. Yeah, it's just one of those things. And I've got such oily skin that, like, I can use a powder, but it's you know, I just don't yeah, want the line there. Yeah. I don't want a frozen forehead. That is definitely not what I'm saying, but. I might dabble. Baby, yeah, baby, baby Botox. Botox. Yeah. However, yeah. I know somebody very close to me who has just had the lip blush done. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And I am desperate. Really? Like, well, when I say desperate, I'm probably as close to... I'm as close to having cosmetic surgery with the lip blush. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I would always be like, oh, no, it's too... You've got quite pigmented lips anyway. Yeah. Though. Well, apparently. So, like, a few people I know who have had it done, their lips look 
bigger uh, because of having it. I don't yeah. want big lips. I wouldn't have filler. Like, it's just not for me. I'm not, yeah. I'm not that way inclined. But, like, apparently your lips are bigger than what you think they are they're bigger than like the coloring like you yeah, have like a yeah. white outline mm. and that's your lip as well so they like tattoo that as well so yeah. then it makes it look bigger so yeah but it looks so good and i'm like oh do i want it done it's a maintenance yeah. thing though isn't it as well i don't think you have to have that much maintenance oh. i think you have to have it done once and then like, like a six to eight week top up and then you're done oh really because it's a tattoo oh of course yeah, it is yeah. oh the pain tattoo. apparently it's really painful yeah, yeah that's and then they like all scab me. over so like yes I've seen oh. that on TikTok and it it looks minging when it scabs yeah. and it all falls off I know like, right the sick part of me though loves a scab so yeah. I don't know if I'd be like oh hello I do love a scab <laughs> yeah, I, I want to I'm tempted to get my eyebrows laminated is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. get them like done. I don't yeah. particularly. I just want them You've to got be really good eyebrows, though. Well, I've been growing them out. I've not plucked them all year. Yeah. Uh, so and they're not growing as as much but as they, they used sit to. They sit really good well. Yeah, yeah, they sit really well. Yeah, but I can't get this bit to stand up as is the fashion. I mean, <laughs> you know, maybe I don't need to follow the trends, but I would like. Yeah, I get I'm laminated. Laminated. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. I should try yeah. some products first. Yeah. Yeah. I just like a little NYX one to do it. I mean, my eyebrow, I've got so much eyebrow, it doesn't like stick very well. But you should get like just a clear brow gel. Put it I up. did, I got one from Boom. It just doesn't hold them up. They're very thick. Yeah, I've got the iconic one and it just doesn't do anything. No, it doesn't do anything. No. But then I'm, I've got quite full eyebrows. You yeah. do, you do. Yours so stay up though. It was all that Mine anybody could out. talk about when we went to Disney. <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. Remember, like, so many people are like, and your eyebrows. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's my girl. It's a lock- <laughs> lockdown wild that just has not gone away. <laughs> I can't, um, right, this is really fucking too much information, but you're getting it. Mine, like, grow. I remember going to get HD brows because I didn't want them laminated oh. because lamination, I think they would literally get lost in my hairline. Yeah, like, same yeah, thing. That's yeah. what I'm worried about. Yeah, so um, I got HD brows, really liked it, but obviously with the HD brows, they fill them in a little bit with makeup. Yeah. Well, it looks great when they've done it, but like for every other day, I can't do the makeup the way that they did the makeup. Yeah. Anyway, they've like she told me I had to grow the middle bit where I'd obviously overplucked them so I grew them when I was in Singapore not intentionally because I didn't have a mirror that I could see well enough in because the mirror in my bathroom was like really terrible lighting anyway they grew back and then I realized they're growing out so now I'm <gasps> using toenail clippers to trim them down. <gasps> <Spitty>. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm just not into all that stuff. Yeah. So like every time they start growing out, I just cut them. Get down. your clippers out. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. Brilliant. There you go, girls. I've got. It's literally a blonde hair that grows out of my cheek. What? It's the thinnest, finest hair. I think that's how I knew. It was like I hit 30 and on my 30th birthday. One time, I thought, it's so light. It's basically skin tone. Like, you would never see it. But I was doing something. I thought it was a bit of hair on my cheek. Went to get it off. It was fucking stuck to my face. Yeah. I've <laughs> literally got one. It. Have you? I've got one on my chin and I can only oh. catch it in a certain light. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Literally that, and then I just use my dermaplaning razors like in the area because I can't see it a lot of the time. So I'm like, I know it's there somewhere. I've just got to get rid of it. Are Do you still dermaplaning? I've no, stopped. I don't. It gave me so many blackheads oh, because. Really? Oh yeah, you said that. Yeah, like I've never been at somebody that gets blackheads or anything like that. Mm. When I was dermaplaning, oh my god! Like Crystal said to me, it's because you take the top layer of skin and hair off, and yeah. the hair protects you from bacteria to going in the pores so yeah, then maybe. your pores were just free for you know bacteria yeah. Uh, but yeah I've, I've stopped doing it just because i mean that it was great results especially when i had psoriasis on my face but really? yeah the the blackhead situation i was like absolutely not that that clarin stuff is fucking brilliant my, what my one skin is it uh, i've got i've got loads of it's um it's like a milk wash and an exfoliating wash and then this like 
balm. Anyway, it's just brilliant. Yeah, can't I recommend love it. Now, I really love a beauty recommendation. This is not an ad, here. but you know, Clarence, if you Clarence, do want to sponsor, I love the product. I really enjoyed the little um, travel set that you got me. Yeah, I really enjoyed any good? It. Yeah. yeah, loved it. It's just regular regular uses, and yeah. I need to get back into a skincare routine, especially with the winter coming up. Girls. Face doing a um, skincare regime that she started before my brother's wedding. Oh, yes. I'm so proud of her. For the listeners, my mum is like the most beautiful woman inside and out, obviously. Um, but she's the biggest tomboy. She never she's worn makeup like once in her life on her wedding day. A dress once. She goes, no, I wore it twice because then I also wore a skirt for a photo shoot. And I'm like, it's not the same, mum. Like the point is still that you're an absolute tomboy. Before the wedding, she was like, I'm not going to wear makeup, but what can I do? And I said, right, I'll give you a few nice products. You can just do a bit of skincare. Like she has such clear glowing skin anyway, but I joked that she's like a crusty little raisin. So she was like, right, I'm going to make sure I'm moisturised. And still to this day, she's doing her like yes. morning routine. Yeah. Oh. I love it. She's also obviously spoiled. She's got like drunk elephant, like the whole range. Yeah. Faye's all right. She, she was she's like, I've run good. out. I've topped up with some Elemis. Yeah, she's doing uh-huh. fine. You say but, that. I used an Elemis serum the other day. Oh my God, did I have a reaction to it? Did really? You really? Yeah. I don't know if I put too much on or my face is just like what the fuck are you doing to um, me because you're not I'm not used to this I came out in all red marks uh-uh. like yeah it was and I thought oh my face is was stinging. that the one that I gave you no it wasn't it wasn't no 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 no, no. it was it was like a little um tester that I got I don't know where I got it from it was in a packet to be fair it was probably off like I've probably had it for so long but you know when you put it on and I thought oh my face is stinging and then my yeah, nan went to me your face is red I was thinking Oh, oh no, looked in the no. mirror. I had like a Nike tick on my oh, cheek. No. I was like, no! Oh, yeah, it was really no. bad. Did it go quick? It did actually. Like, I washed it off and it was all right. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, I love a good anymore. product. Yeah. I got um, I got a little newsletter through from um, This Works. It's another subscription. <laughs> no, it's just before pre Christmas. This Works. I, I love their products. Yeah, it's really. This nice. works. I, I've never heard of it. They do a lot of the like. Um, deep sleep pillar sprays I'll put it on every oh, night girls oh, I have nice. the best night's sleep with that anyway again not an ad but this works you can definitely get yeah. in touch mm. <laughs> oh, skincare oh. regime. do you know what I do love this is like free promo for everybody. <laughs> the origin you gave me an origin serum which I absolutely adore and the mushroom relief yes that's oh, really, got that. nice. that's oh, really good it. i've actually bought it for a lot of people in the oh, little in the little green bottle yes no, I yeah love really love nice yeah, yeah. Oh, i love origins as well yeah they are good they're overnight masks like if i've got it's not four spots but if i'm a bit dry like come back from traveling on a plane it's in the green tube it's like a a really thick moisturizer i will literally put like a fat layer on my face i wake up and i'm just like glowy rejuvenated i love it i love it nothing better is there than washing your face brushing your teeth before bed and then putting a serum on waking up the next morning looking in the mirror and being like oh yeah. You look alright this I'm morning. I'm a glowy bitch, yeah. And then you're like, I'm a glowy bitch. <laughs> I'm a glowy bitch. I love that. <laughs> well, from the bitch with the glow to stop setting the bar so low. There you go. Yeah, this week um, our dilemma has brought us on to the topic of setting the bar low in relationships. So uh, we're going to delve into that in a moment, but... Before we get there, Stevie's word of the week. Lovely ladies. <laughs> Finished. Just waiting for the compliment. Don't worry, Steve. Um, for our listeners, Ellie and Jade are just stripping, just which stripping. is like. Yeah. <sighs> absolutely fine and I've got my sorry I've got my like really boring beige, boring beige. I've got yeah, boring beige but this on. is a Victoria's Secret t-shirt bra I was sent this nice. maybe six or seven years ago and I don't have any other beige bras I wear it all the time like I will literally wash it re-wear it all constantly love it yeah it's lasted so well it does look very comfortable yeah Getting rid of all the wired bras now. I yeah. now despise wired bras. Yeah. It's just not the thing. I don't like. No, no. Well, Jade, your bra brought me on to this topic of conversation before we go to word of the week. Oh, have you seen that Kim Kardashian has released a new Skims bra 
with a nipple. What? No, I haven't seen that. I thought with... you were going to say the men's range. I thought no. you were going to say that as well. No, there's a bra with a nipple. Now, I am all for free the nipple, but I didn't realise nipples were such a thing. She's actually got a bra with the nipple point wow. on it. Just don't wear the bra. I was going to say... Well, I'm confused. Am I missing something? A nipple's back? No, I think we're well, all missing something. Well, I think they are. They are. I think there's a lot of... I mean, the idea of the bra was A, to, to make boobs perky and yeah. hide the nipples, I think. But yeah. now everyone's freeing the nipple. Girl, I'm off here I for it. I see a lot more It's just like, very distracted, isn't it? Yeah. I see a lot of like fashion girls that I follow will always... To be honest, I never wear a bra. I, I don't know what made me put one on. Oh, I was filming something earlier, so I thought, let's not get banned on Instagram. Um, I will never normally wear a bra. Don't need to. And it is a bit of a fashion thing. But it's just... I still haven't got to the point where I feel comfortable in public with my nips I clearly on display. I completely um, agree. Exactly and I wish I did. I wish I was, but... I wish I was, but it's... It, also, it's difficult, especially if I'm working in the pub. There's no, oh, God, that's, yeah. That's yeah. impossible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you've actually got Which boobs. Is shit. I feel like when you've got small boobs, you can get away with it. It's almost like a fashion thing. When you've got bigger boobs, it's like... Oh, you're putting them on display. It's like no, it's literally no different. Yeah, and it's more the attention that it attracts yeah, rather yeah. than anything else. But Which no, feels look, comfortable. That's yeah. what it is. Oh, so yeah. Look. She's built in the nipple in the bra. But I didn't. No, I don't get that. And I'm like, I'm not sure if you're creating something new here because obviously mm. nobody else is doing it that I know of. Maybe people I've that don't have nipples. Anything. Do people, people really? not have nipples? Some people, if they've had like double mistakes, I don't know. No, but they put a nipple in. But if I'm quite honest, that's what my boobs look like in a t-shirt bra. My well, nipples the, come yeah, through. Right, yes. Well, this is the thing. I'm just confused. I'm just confused. How interesting. Yeah. I wonder what the like marketing bump around look, that is. Like, this what is what it looks like it in the t-shirt. Oh, no. I see. You could literally just not wear like. a bra. Don't wear a bra. Or yeah, wear, wear a bra that bra? is like literally just No padding. Cotton, no padding. Just yeah. the net. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's for people that n- have got bigger boobs that need the support to lift their nipple up. Maybe people have downward-facing nipples. <laughs> well, I think I'm not laughing people... at downward-facing nipples. I'm just laughing at, like, I, I love the thought of Kim Kardashian being right. Right, the next people we want to help are the ladies with the downward-facing nipples. <laughs> this is the thing. Or the old nipples. One's the north, one's south. Yeah. yeah. Nubbin. Nubbin. <laughs> Oh, Matthew Perry. <gasps> oh, oh, girl. How sad is that? So, sad. so that was the night that I like couldn't sleep. So I saw that like 10 minutes after it was released online, oh. really late. Tom had got home drunk. Like, that's a whole other story. He was at a wedding. He's like, doesn't just come home from work drunk. And it was like half one in the morning. And he was like, very much not quite aware of what was going on. And I was like, Chandler died. And he was like, no way! And then in the morning, he was like, did I make that up or did you say I was like, no, no, it's a real thing. So but I couldn't sad. stop scrolling. So fucking sad. So sad. It's really sad. I it's didn't really know anything sad. about his, um, his like, issues with did alcohol. Did you know? No, I didn't. I didn't really. Yeah. Well, I, didn't. I saw a lot of interviews when he released his book. I think he did quite a lot on it and spoke a lot about it then. That's when I sort of learnt about it then. But so fucking sad. So I think you said, Steve, when we were chatting about it, when we were WhatsApping, like, just goes to show you can be at the top of your game the most one of the most popular people in the world like financially incredibly comfortable at everything at your feet and yet you mm. have all of that going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. like you just can't control mm. how you feel that addiction that your feelings yeah mm. yeah so sad mm. so sad so sad and do you know what the saddest thing is and this goes for anybody who passes away the outpouring of love when people are gone yeah is such a shame that the people who it's for don't ever experience yeah. it or don't ever see it so yeah, yeah. That's true i know mm. so sad okay so this week's word of the week is make bait mm. Mm. make bait make bait this sounds like Urban Dictionary for mm. something. I tell you what, go along the Urban Dictionary lines oh. and I think you might get it, but it is a legitimate word. Okay. In that case, make baits is something that is so blindingly obvious that people dismiss it. You know, like, 
You're the thinking ob- bait as in like yeah, obvious, aren't you? Bait. You're going very bad again. <laughs> you, said bad. Ma- <laughs> you said make it off. go Urban Dictionary, so I'm going, yeah. When something is so blindingly obvious that it can't be the option you go for, you know? Like hiding yeah. in plain sight. Hiding yeah. in plain sight. Yeah. yeah, it was so make bait they yeah. didn't even notice it. Yeah, okay. I was thinking along the like clickbait lines. Oh. Um, make bait. Oh, yeah, but that's literally giving the same answer as you as. I would say you said making something really obvious, didn't you? You can go with the same one, Hill. I'm going to go with something like that, but from an angle of the clickbait. So when you say something to draw people in, but it's actually true. So you're hiding in plain sight. That vibe. Wrong. I can see it in Stevie's face. I mean, it's probably as close as you were going to get. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. It's a person who makes trouble or invites quarrels. Oh. A make bait. A few of those. God. Yeah. <laughs> How many make baits do you know? Oh, oh. numerous. Too many. Yeah, motherfuckers. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Do you know what I loved? The way that you were looking at the ceiling. Yeah, in, she was thinking back to those base people. Then, yeah. <laughs> they are. There's too many of those in that. Those are the people you need to avoid at yeah. all costs. Yeah. yeah. At all costs. You get costs. caught by them once yeah. and then never again. You've yeah. got their number. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, steer clear of that, make bait. Totally. Yeah. Mm. So, wait, let me just be clear. Say it again. How do you spell it? M-A-K-E-B-A-T-E. Ah, right, okay. But it's one word. Someone who causes trouble. Someone who invites Invites trouble or a quarrel. Or a quarrel. Yeah, Yeah. or creates um, discord. Oh, God, I have a few of the people that come into the pub. Yeah, there's a guy. Oh I can God. imagine. Pubs are like there. prime location for make baits, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, but it's the most weird. It's, it's it's always like like he loves the burgers, right? He loves <laughs> the burgers. He loves the burgers in the King's Arms, right? And during COVID, we was doing takeaways, and he would order a burger for takeaway. Baby, like no onions, no sauce. Okay, no problem. Pass that forward to the kitchen. Sometimes it gets lost in translation. We were absolutely rammed during lockdown with deliveries and takeaways and stuff like that. Luckily, you know, fortunately. But anyway, and I remember once he got onions in his burger. (gasps) Girls, never before have I seen anybody respond or react to onions in the way that he did. And he literally lost his like, there is onions in my burger. Girls, I thought he was going to cry. I thought he was going to cry about this situation. It happened was once. Was this a delivery or a... No, this was somebody, like, who was coming to pick up a takeaway right, during... Right. So, you know, like, genuinely to the point where I thought he was, like, like welling up, angry, crying. Like, it was wild. Grown-ass man crying about onions in his burger. And, and then another time, uh, there was burger sauce in it. Absolutely lost the plot. So now, whenever he comes in... My boss, steer clear. She's like, nope, not serving him. And she says it straight in front of him. She's like, nope, not serving him. Someone else deal with him. She walks away Love from that. him. So, uh, but he, like, and it, it was it was several times when I was like, mate, honestly, at yeah. this point, at this point, just stop ordering. Yeah. Me. Just like, there, there would be nothing in there and he would still, f- there's a gherking in there. You didn't say no gherking. Yeah, but I just, I said no sauce, no. And I'm like... And yeah, any oh. any opportunity. Now he doesn't get away with it. Now he eats the onions and the sauce. Of he does and the gherkin oh. and yeah. the whole shebang. He eats it all. So he was just making an issue out of no for no. He's a make baiter. Yeah. He's a make baiter. Yeah, make baiter. Yeah. Sorry, that was that was that's a vent that one. Sorry guys. Oh, Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> you are so welcome for that word of the week. Oh. Hi Jade, Stevie, and L. I recently had a row with my brother about my ex and I feel like I needed to write it in to air it out with you. I split with my ex over a year ago. We were together just over a year and he and my brother got on really well. So much so, I actually used to have to call him and remind him to come home and spend time with me as they were joint at the hip. Anyway, when we broke up, my brother was pretty annoyed. Instead of being there to support me, it felt like he was just disappointed he had lost a friend. 
The other day we were having dinner with a family when my ex came up and my brother chuckled in a comment on how I should never had broken up with him as he was the perfect guy. To be clear, we split up because we had little to nothing in common anymore and he prioritised partying over our relationship. My brother followed up with the comment, it isn't like he hit you or stole your money. I was furious and it's left me wondering why on earth my brother thinks that should be a good reason to stay. How do I tell my brother straight and at the same time really make him understand? He will one day be a partner and I would be ashamed if he behaved that way to her. This is weird behaviour because if anyone like even looked at me the wrong way, my brother would want to kill them. Like brothers are protective, right? That's yeah. like your siblings are the people that are meant to be there for you. More than anyone. What oh, we... My brother will actively say if I'm dating, oh, here we go again. <laughs> like, what wrong is she going to bring home this oh, time? George. Yeah. Like, it, like, he would have to be, the guy would have to be pretty special for George to be like, yeah, Brilliant. my guy. <laughs> That's so funny. Jesus Christ. Is the bar, like, is, so does your brother think as long as he doesn't hit someone or take their money, or he's doing a good job. your money. So basically, as long as he's not a criminal, <laughs> he's... <laughs> as long as he's not committing a crime. As long as he's like not literally crim- committing oh, a crime, he's hell. fine. This, the bar is so fucking low. I'd love to know how old your brother is. I'd yeah, love to he know. sounds really young, and if he's yeah. not young, then he's super immature. I mean, she said he will one day be a partner. Okay, so he's not in a relationship. Which shock, shock, yeah, lucky <laughs> girls, the, yeah, <laughs> lock up your daughters, <laughs> literally, yeah, quite literally. <gasps> oh shit! Well, I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? It's like, I mean, I've definitely heard that comment before. I've definitely heard that comment before. Like, oh, you know, is it that bad? You know, like, there's no... You're not, you're not fighting. It's not physical indoors. I've definitely heard that. <gasps> oh, I've definitely heard that before. Absolutely. You know, oh, it's, you know, it's not like he's hit her or anything. You know, it's just... Which says way more about the war. people that have said that to yeah, you than anything else. Yeah, not to me personally, but, like, in general, I've, like, heard that comment. Yeah. Like, do you know what? This has brought me on to. Like, sorry, so, totally separate. I find it mad. I was in the pub the other day working and there was these two guys that came in with their i presume their children uh one was in like the you know where they strapped them to them whatever they're called and one was in the pram and then they went and sat there <laughs> guilty i i was like oh are that lovely and i was like wait a minute wait a minute they're looking after yeah their children yeah why is it so and oh why is it so lovely yeah no they're just they're just that's their duty yeah Hello, Dad. But the bar is so low, right? So low. The bar That's is exactly so low. That's exactly what this um, influencer online was saying. She was on a podcast and she was like saying how frustrated she was because when she goes to work, someone will say, oh, who's got the kids? And it's like the dad, her, their dad yeah. are looking after the kids. But when, when she's at home and he goes out to work, no one says to him, well, who's got the kids? It's like, well, obviously the mum's got it. There's just such yeah. a... The stereotypicalness and like the standards are so different. Yeah, They're so, so different. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so so off. But also, okay, so like, does your brother genuinely feel that way, or is he just winding you up? Like, is that his humour? Is he is he joking? Like, I don't know. Also, where has he got his standards from? Like, and I'm obviously putting words into people's mouths, but like, what is your family? relationship like like i wonder what your parents relationship is like because somewhere along the lines your brother has seen the bare minimum and thought that that was good enough for you and usually that comes from learning it from other people i wonder where Mm. like at what point have you gone yeah that's fine or is your brother just really emotionally unintelligent and he's just literally thinking, oh, I had a good laugh with Dave or whatever the fuck his name was. Um, I'm sad he ain't my friend. You know, you could have, you know, it's just, it seems so immature yeah. to me. Yeah. But this is like, it does come down to the maturity thing because if there is no reason as to why you've broken up other than that you've just grown apart, you've got nothing in common anymore, there's no need for your brother not to have a relationship with him. Yeah, yeah that's true. Like, could you, could, can he not? Like, or he. Because he's got no loyalty to you anyway, because he thinks that your standards are too fucking high. So let him go off and be friends with your ex who you've got nothing in common with. But then I guess how does she have this conversation with him to say, like, you... That's inappropriate for on so many levels. And if you were to ever bring somebody back home, if anyone would be stupid enough to go near him... Yeah. 
but it, like how do you how like is it that well, I don't think it is I don't think it's your duty actually to educate your brother I actually think it's down to if hopefully if there's a male role model within your household or at least within your family that you could potentially approach I think that would be the best thing to do because I think that this guy absolutely needs a better role model and if do you know what if you've got a relationship with your ex in the sense of like you might be able to pick up the phone or like drop him a text or something and you think he's if he's like of a better caliber which i don't know whether he is or not but you could either like even say it to him just be like i'm a little bit concerned that my brother thinks that we should be together just because you haven't given me a clump a do you agree with that and then if he's like no that's ridiculous okay cool would you as somebody that he clearly admires be able to have a conversation with him because this is very concerning and i'm shitting myself that he thinks that's okay because going forward if he gets into a relationship with anyone he thinks that the unless he's hitting them he can get away with absolutely anything because he's not whacking them i don't know it's fucking mad i wonder if you've just repeated this back to your brother though have you just repeated it back? Like, what do you mean? Did you just say that because he doesn't hit me, yeah. I should be with him? You know, yeah. like, some people make these... like, And I'm not making excuses for your brother, but some people make these wild comments and it's not until you turn it back to them that they actually realise what they've actually said. Yeah, that's yeah. what you mean. Yeah. So unless you said, like, look, Jacob, sit down, we need to chat. Yeah. At the dinner table, you said... Why are you not with him? It's not like he hit you or stole your money. What on earth did you mean by that? And did you actually mean it? Because if you did, we need to have a chat because that is crazy to me. Why do you you not want the best for me? Why are you not thinking she deserves the absolute best in life instead of... We'll just go for... At least she's not been knocked around. At least she's literally not Mm. been hit, which is like just... It's not even the bare minimum, is it? It's like a... That's not even a factor. That just goes without saying. But equally, like, don't get me wrong, this is infuriating... But thank God you don't set your own standards by your brother. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so on the flip side of that, so if he turns around and says, I was only joking, I'm not serious, you know, like, I do think you should be together, but like, I'm joking, obviously I wouldn't stand for that, blah, blah, blah. Then, how, like, whose responsibility is it to shut down these comments? Because, you know, we've all had family and friends and stuff that have made, like, mad little comments that we think, oh, do you mean that? And you question it. And then, and actually you go, no, they obviously don't mean that, but it's it's said in gist. Gist? Gist? Said in gist. (laughs) Who the fuck is gist? It's said in gist. It can be tiresome, especially for women, to be able to have to shut down those conversations and to shut down those comments. But it is absolutely necessary if nobody else is going to fucking do it. So how do you... Like, I've definitely... Again, pub environment. I've definitely had... There's been comments chucked out by people and I'm just like, okay, that's that's borderline homophobic. That's borderline sexist. That's borderline racist. And you call it out where you can. And then there's other times when you're like, if I call this out right now, I'm going to be unsafe. Yeah, exactly. So it's like where... Well, it, it's, it's fucking tricky, isn't it? It's yeah. like what... what level, I mean, this is your brother, so I'm not expecting you to be unsafe in that circumstance. And I think you could probably be really straight. But does that antagonise somebody with this with this um, personality? Will he be antagonised if you challenge him on something like this? Because he's obviously got way off-the-mark mentality at how he's responding to it. it it's one of those things, isn't it? I, I, I stand by it. it I, it's not down to women to educate men. It's not down to uh, black and brown people to educate white people. It's not down to sh- straight cis people, uh, sorry, uh, gay, LGBTQ plus people to educate straight or cisgendered, whatever, people. It's not like, I think it's, I think educating yourself is your moral obligation as part of society to broaden the the amount of you know the the resources that you use as your news outlets and your your information and stuff like that and i think oh you've you've got people have got to be willing to hear back what you said steve like to hear out loud and then form formulate an opinion but then also be open and understanding to other opinions unless he's got I think this guy needs a role model like a proper role model or someone that can genuinely sit down with him and challenge his ideas or thoughts and I don't think that that's down to you I think you need to find somebody that is going to be able to have a conversation with him but I do think it's quite difficult 
like don't get me wrong if everybody had a good role model then they wouldn't have this sort of yeah. view in the first place mm, yeah so i would suggest that maybe there isn't somebody currently in his life mm. but as you say jade it, i think it can be tricky and like i'm guilty of this some people i think oh i can't even be bothered to challenge you on this because yeah. i have a lot of energy on but it but sometimes and like, you wrong. can't argue with an idiot so yeah. sometimes there's yeah. no point because yeah. you're never going to win yeah and i definitely have had people where I'll have a conversation with them once and then, you know, people can, like, you push them the other way and then they're really hot on the, like, homophobia or really hot on, like, going for trans people and it's like, you don't even want to listen and you can't Uh educate people like that. I think you save your breath for the people that you think you've got a chance with making a difference for or do it once and not again. But Mm. equally, I also think there's a lot of power in not... in saying something not particularly to persuade someone one way or the other but to let your feelings be known yeah Mm. like in this situation if that's how your brother feels fine but your response to him could have been just because somebody does not hit me that is not enough for me to stay with somebody that's the end of it i'm not having a debate with you whether about men hitting women mm, or mm. women hitting men but I'm saying to you this is my boundary this is where I sit on on this matter mm. we're not discussing it anymore like mm, I, yeah. I think sometimes you have to pick that over getting into a debate if you're not mm. prepared for it if I that also makes sense. think a lot of people like this will learn by experience so he'll get in a relationship and all he will do is not hit them or not steal their money and think that that's good enough and then he's going to get told yeah, that's not yeah. you need to be more than that and then I think when you're when he realise I think that's when this person will realise I think and maybe that's not true but I think a lot of people that have that kind of mentality have to learn the hard way and yeah. that's going to be being broken up with or heartbroken because someone has dumped you because actually your standards for what you should be yeah. as a partner are so low yeah yeah. otherwise I, I just don't I think if you have such low standards because i do feel like it's a common sense thing as well like really who in this day and age if Mm -hmm. you're even on social media at all let's be honest no matter what your bloody algorithm is you can't escape on tiktok the dating coaches or the the wellness people whatever it is nobody in their right mind surely that isn't just deliberately being ignorant thinks that that isn't enough yeah Mm. or that that is enough and Mm. i completely agree with you but I had a chat with someone who I'm not particularly close with the other day about somebody they were dating. Yes, they are considerably younger than what I am, so I would like to think I've got more experience, albeit, obviously, it's not going too great for me. Simple <laughs> here. But some of the things she was saying, I was like, hun, yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah. 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 You want him to care. And I think these these. The, I don't know what it is. Guys almost like lure you in to mm. make you want to care and then like spit you back out and then you're like chasing that atten- attention. And it was only once I got way older that I thought, why did I, why did I even give them that power? Yeah. Yeah. And the signs why? are obvious when you yeah. get older. You're yeah. like, of course they don't and like it's me. Not... Of course they didn't like me back then. But you don't see it. You don't yeah. see it. Because when you're younger, you want them you to want like it. you so yeah. bad that you deliberately ignore all the signs. And it's not as black and white as, oh, he didn't steal from me and yeah. he didn't hit me. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's not that. It's you know like, yeah. he treated me like shit and then he told me he loved me, so he must love me. But then it's and manipulation, it isn't it? So I believe yeah. it. It's, like, it's absolute ugh. manipulation and control. I'm like, oh, you've literally just reminded me, like I was with somebody the other day and their boyfriend spoke so, spoke down to her so mm, much. I hate that. Called her stupid, <gasps> thick, all of that. And it, you know, like, bear in mind it was, you know, alcohol induced as well. But they were talking about, um, we were talking about like dyslexia and stuff like that. And they were talking about, you know, their experience of it, blah, 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 blah. And then he was like, oh, what are you talking about? Oh, you're just sick. You're just sick. No. And it was, and it was so in gist. And I was like, oh, funny, not funny. And then gist, <laughs> gist, gist, oh, gist. <laughs> it was in gist. It was in gist. Um, no, and then to the point where this, this person, she got so upset and then you know what? You didn't. know what I'm like. Fucking lost my rag. I was like, "Who the fuck are you talking to? You don't yeah. talk to somebody like that, especially if you're supposed to love them." Then all of a sudden, when they realised, "Oh, this has gone too far," 
I don't even know what you're talking about. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And I was like, are you are you deluded? But then I bet the girl went, oh, no, he didn't mean it. He didn't, he didn't say mean like it. No, like no, that. she actually, she never, she never. She went home. I walked her home, actually, uh, and um, left. But I was just really concerned because I was like, please don't accept that. Yeah. Please don't accept that, regardless of whether you love them or not, regardless of whether they've never done this before. Please don't accept that because I was just like, this is like this. Bra- that's break literally to see you so upset and to be called thick like that. Yeah. I, you, I, I, the language that you use. I mean, it's terrible the language we use when we talk to ourselves. Sometimes, right? We have to check ourselves. Let alone when someone else is saying it to you. Like your brain will automatically yeah. fucking talk to you down. Anyway, you don't need people in your circle, especially those that are supposed to love you, talking to you like that. But yeah, this guy, you're, he's, please, uh, t- do me a favour, make sure your brother always wraps it up because we don't want another one of him <laughs> roaming around. No, I've got to be brutal. Or warn the girls yeah. off of him. Yeah. Warn the girls. Or say to him, if he ever raises a hand to you, tell me. Well, That's we won't dangerous. because he thinks that not hitting people is the only thing he doesn't have to do no. to be a good fucking partner. He'll bum Jesus. off of them. Like, he'll literally, yeah, be the worst. thing is, there's like, there's so much nuance in setting the bar because it's like this like this is a really obvious one right because when it's like hitting you or stealing your money it's like they're the extremes they're bad right they are straight up that happens well a lot of people would stay but like you know you know that's bad regardless regardless of if you say it or not but do you because I think it's a build up to this in a lot of relationships no but what I mean is if someone hit you or stole your money you know that they're bad yeah they are bad yeah but like there's so many times that people will be in relationships and their bar is so low Mm. But the people that they're with aren't necessarily bad people. Mm. They don't do what is classically bad things like steal your money or hit you, but they just aren't good enough for people. And the bar can be set so unbelievably low, but because we don't have these wild red flags, we don't see it. So how do you how do you set the bar? Where do you even begin for setting the bar? Because mm. I know for me... Mm. I have only learnt what my bar is from previous relationships thinking, I'm not having that again, I don't want that again, and I like this, and I like that. Mm -hmm. And that's where... And also, my dad, the best example of... Yeah, my brother, my granddad's, like, every man in my family, that was the example. But apart from those obvious, how else do people set their bar? I don't know, and I don't know how you... So I have things for me that are absolute musts, but then would I compromise on something that I don't like because I've got something which is an absolute yeah. must. Yeah. So yeah. that's the bar that's the bar bartering. That's like the system, isn't it? That you probably yeah, like um, yeah, you make like me think the, about... you know when they say like no one is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I do get that. But at the same time, how much do you compromise? Yeah, yeah. and that's the word, isn't it? Compromise. Yeah. What is the compromise as well? Is it a costly compromise? Yeah. Or yeah. is it something that actually okay yeah. it's tough because I think also people make excuses like things that might be deal breakers or things that people might not like like nobody in the world is perfect that is a fad but then sometimes that's used as an excuse for yeah. like well I like this guy but he does this thing that was a deal breaker but because nobody's perfect I'll I'll sweep that deal breaker under yeah. the carpet mm. then what often happens is six months down the line you think actually that deal breaker was something for me six months ago and it still is now yeah. but he's still a good guy Mm. just not an amazing guy like yeah. there's just I don't know there's mm. the bar I, like you see it so much oh my god so uh, an example that I had the Beckham series watched it loved it right we grew up I feel like we were in that era of watching the Beckhams grow up together yeah we knew the Spice Girls as kids Beckham was the biggest footballer of our time you watch that and you're like you can tell that they have so much love for each other like you watch what they go through but they have been so praised off of the back of that and like, if it ain't what they've got, then I don't want it. At the end of the day, he cheated on her. Yeah. yeah. He cheated on her. His career came first. She sacrificed a hell of a lot for him, even though she was a huge superstar. Success on her own. Su- su- yeah. su- superstar. <laughs> Successful <laughs> superstar at the time. And he still cheated on her. Yeah. And I know that like, I should be saying allegedly, but... He did it. He, he did 100% it. Did We've it. seen, like, come on, we know, like, first and foremost, if that was untrue, Rebecca Lewis would have been sued to shit. I was going to say, sue her. Like, with sue all the money her. in the world, yeah. with all the ha- the um, handcuffs that, like, celebrities have on, like, newspapers, mm. I-, I literally know 
well, not know people themselves, but I know of stories that I know are 100% true where people have done things. It was like released on like, for example, The Sun Online, hours later, taken off, scrubbed. You will never see that story again. That's because people have paid them off. So David Beckham, a multi, multi, multi multi-millionaire, there's no way that you would not have been able to pay them he off. He could have killed that. He could have killed it years ago. Yeah, and we know, like, I feel like everyone has heard the stories. You go on Reddit, I don't. But, like, there will there's loads of allegations. There's loads of things going around. But, yeah, that... People still loved that documentary. They still praised it. But because... How, I don't know what their anniversary is. 20 years, it must be at least. More than that. 20 years. So let's say, I don't know if no, it's be, 30. be 20. Yeah, it's 20, 20. Say 25 for argument's yeah. sake, because Brooklyn's about 20. So let's say 25 years. Because they're fucking dancing the candy dance to Island in the Stream at the end of it, people are like, oh my God, their goals. Is that, what is the bar? Because yes, that looks like a beautiful relationship, right? But you have forgiven a cheat. So that for me, that's a I couldn't be in that and a programme that's been executively produced by him so yeah yeah. Yeah. but you know like even that that was a real eye opener for me because I thought isn't it funny how we idolise relationships where you couldn't pay me to be in something where I'd been cheated on yeah well the thing is a lot of people say it's often harder to it's harder to stay if someone has cheated than it is to leave and I think it probably is harder to stay and I agree it's harder to stay because you have to forgive the infidelities and you have to live with them every day and you have to work through that whole is he isn't he or is she isn't she when they're not in the house I completely but I would not fucking put myself through that because I am not willing to no I think I what I actually think is the truth on this and people might like not like this I think it's harder long term because people don't realise because they take the easy option of I'm going to stay with them because I don't want to deal with a heartbreak and they don't realise how hard it is long term to consistently deal with the doubt and the lack of trust that cheating brings to you. Yes. We've all been there. You forgive them and you move on because like the thought of going through that breakup is so horrific but a year down the line when they're out with their pals and, and, you're, and indoors, you're not and you're indoors worried, yeah. who yeah, 100% trusts a cheat after yeah. doing that you don't Yeah, no. you don't and actually I would go as far as to say you're a bit idiotic if you've been cheated on and you 100% trust people again again I'm saying like really no, go honest yeah. blunt things yeah. here but I I think yes I think cheaters can change but I also think people that have been cheated on don't deserve to live in that fear and worry that it will happen again Mm. and I think you're right Steve I think long term it is a hell of a lot harder to stay but I think initially they choose what is the easier option and they don't realize how hard it's going to be yeah short term what's the yeah it's like uh, short Short term term gain but long term pain pain. it's like the opposite of doing you know leaving someone is the short term pain but for the long term gain yeah and I do I think it's that and obviously I know people will say like I've said this before to my mum and she was like yeah but you know what if kids were involved and I don't necessarily mean about like my situation and I get why it's more complex when kids are involved but like we say why when people stay together for the sake of kids if you don't love each other anymore if you're still resentful towards the person kids pick up on that Mm. so what are you staying for you're giving the example that you're giving to your kids is not the surely is not the example that you actually want to give surely you want to set the no matter how hard it might be to maybe be a single parent or to co-parent or however you're going to do things Mm. surely you want to set the example to your kids that they deserve better than xyz Yeah. yeah I yeah. also think, and obviously I don't have children, and I imagine that all you want to do is what is best for those children, but I think kids are more resilient the younger they are. And I'm not saying like have kids and break up young, but what I'm saying is yeah. I know a lot of people later on in life whose parents are breaking up in their 20s to 30s, mm. and their like world is shook. Yeah. absolutely Mm. shook and I'm not saying that that's not the same for younger children but I think kids are more resilient than what we give them credit for and when I say kids I am talking like babies to seven year olds I'm not I'm not saying into your teens but like that sort of they're way more resilient because the attachment is less like you know your, your, your attachment to things as a kid is so like flippant you know like one minute you're obsessed with something and then all of a sudden it's gone and you're upset you scream you cry literally throw your toys out the pram and then within the hour you're like on to the next yeah, yeah. whereas as adults I think we have so much attachment to 
places and people and things that when that is taken away from us, the loss of that or the rejection of that is far more uh, painful and hard to accept. So yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, and and I agree. I think I think you know with experience with relationships with, um, you know whether that's romantic or friendships or or working relationships as well. Like every every tough situation is an opportunity to learn and then to raise the bar for the next opportunity. 100%. The same thing, right? So that surely that's what's what's supposed to happen in life. You're you're supposed to progress with every interaction and every beginning and ending you're supposed to go like oh okay cool so that was that was the raise the bar for that moment and now i'll raise it again yeah and then i raise it again until you get to a point where you're like perfect like not perfect but but why like not why and i'm like this is like we i i understand you start from a base point and everyone's base point will be different Mm. but why do we only aim for a little bit better i was gonna say i actually to sort of play devil's advocate, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I know it totally makes sense. Like, in each relationship, you're like, right, I don't want that, I do want that. But I think especially when it gets to an age, then you get to a point, if you're only aiming for better than the last, in most people's circumstances, that's still really not good enough. Mm. Aim for the aim for what you want. Because yeah. otherwise, what happens is, you get into another relationship that's better than the last, but still a long way to go. You spend two, three years in that then you come out of that, then you go just slightly better, then you're in it two years, ten years have gone, and instead of aiming for what you really want, instead of just an improvement, you've wasted all those years. So how, right, again, just firing this out there, if we learn by experiences, which I think is what we've all alluded to, how do you know what you actually want? I think that's the question. I think that is the question. I think think we don't, I think, well, can speak about myself but I think sometimes in life you don't know what you want and I don't think until sometimes like we I think as a like with like modern society I think a lot of people just don't they don't know what they want so it's like they, they'll dip their toe into several different places like mm. with dating apps with with you know with them we can have anything we want within days within minutes you know what I mean we can order stuff we can order food yeah. we can we can order sex we could order fucking <laughs> do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. like there's so much choice there's so much instant uh choice and like dopamine hits from whatever it is whether that's buying new clothes and boom they've arrived the next day or buying in my case fucking halloween decoration <laughs> boom they arrived but i just think i think we i think we don't have an as a, like as a modern society we don't have enough time for reflection and i think it's always about what's the next thing even when we're in the most perfect perfect in like what's that thing inverted commas inverted commas i was gonna say abbreviation marks um we even in the moment of what we might perceive as perfection we're still thinking about the next thing so like i can definitely say this from job experiences i will have the most amazing opportunity landed right here in the present moment and all I'm worrying about is what's to come or but do you feel like that in relationships though what I was trying to say is we don't reflect often enough to go like hmm hold on freeze how do I feel right now what was that situation how do I feel about that was that good outcome was that bad outcome like we don't give ourselves a minute to stop and breathe because we're so busy and we're so consumed by everything that I think years of people's lives are just gone yeah. because they've not had a minute to sit back reflect and go am i okay yeah am i am i happy uh, is this is this what i wanted and and people do they just waste they waste yeah. a lot of time and years in job situations relationships whatever because because they you know they're just too busy yeah see i think it's more for me that i'm not sure do i think this i don't know if i think this <laughs> i'm now thinking I don't know if it's more like, does perfect exist? So then you'll accept as close to perfect, which probably isn't no anywhere near that, mm. that then you're like, I don't know. Mm. Like, what do you want versus how close you're going to get to it? So you might not always yeah. get that. So then do you just but go then for... I actually don't even think that it comes down to like ticking boxes. I think it's a feeling. Yeah. Mm, Are totally. you years down the line so excited for them to come home because they're your best friend? 
Yeah. And it doesn't matter. For me, when I really... We were talking about this off the podcast. Like, how do you know when someone was the one? For me, with all the stresses in the world, with all the shit that I was dealing with, didn't matter how bad, how terrible things were, he made it better. Doesn't matter what happens in life. The fact that he even existed, didn't even have to say a word, meant that I always knew I would be okay. So that was like my bar for it. I don't know. I always... I think from young, I've known what I wanted in certain ways I always knew I wanted someone to make me laugh I wanted someone that was like my dad in terms of like completely adored my mum was a very solid figure but until and you know I've gone off on a tangent but when Steve when you say how do you know I think that's when dating comes in I think when that's when that's when dating is fun but then but instead of staying with people go on a date you like that thing you don't like it cool you don't like it don't ever see them again they don't need to have a second date you like someone else go on a couple no but do you know what i mean like if you really don't know what you want in someone dating is bloody brilliant for that i look i found out what i didn't want in people most from dating until you meet someone then and then you're like oh you are what i wanted what are you laughing at no i'm just laughing I'm laughing at me because I'm the polar opposite. I'm like, oh, I'll give him another chance. You are, you are the chance. queen of the second date. You are. Give him a second date. Queen of the second date, yeah. Yeah, but, but that is my answer to that question of how do you know what you want. If you don't know what you want, then go out and date and see what you like, but be more brutal with it. But all, you know what? I hate that I'm going to call... Like, again, people ain't going to like this because I'm bringing age into it. If it was me and I was single, I would have done that more in my 20s. There is a thing about getting to 30 where I'm like, I wouldn't be wasting any more time. But that's just because I'm quite conscious of age. I love it when people are mid-30s and they're like, I don't fucking care if I'm going to waste another two years on this or that. I'm like, you do you. But that is what I would have done for me. <laughs> when Stevie arrived, she was very jolly. The first thing after one word, Jade was like, she had a drink. And then like after about 10 minutes, it's like, get a couple of drinks, Steve. Pissed as a fart. Absolutely pissed. Absolutely pissed. That's you yeah, actually managed to like really, yeah. Yeah, because I ate about twenty-five papa dolls <laughs> and half a half a half a slow cooker chickpea curry. Yeah, the portions, classic. But um, yeah, it. Um... Do you know what I've That's turned the bar, up. girls. That's the bar. Uh, Being I've... someone that makes you a chickpea curry. Maybe should, there big we go. Feed you the bar. Feed you poppadoms. That is the bar. Girls, I've not turned up drunk to a podcast for a long time. It has. Been it was a long overdue. Time. It yeah. was overdue. Yeah. I, you know what? I actually remember the last time that you, you turned up. Yeah, because you were so uh, drunk. It was so, so hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. It was hilarious. Oh. it was hilarious. I do feel like I've reined it back in a little bit tonight. Oh, you're, you're oh yeah, you're talking about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'm glad we started it so late. Yeah. I wouldn't get in a car and drive. <laughs> no, she's still like, not slurry, but like very smiley. Like smiley at nothing at points. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the drunk eyes. Just come yeah, over. I'm just trying to work out where I am and what yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is a non-negotiable... This is my ball. Oh, yeah, but this I is like where this. mine's too low. Yeah, I just want you to be fucking reliable. <laughs> well, Stevie's one. Just turn up. If you say you're going to be there, yeah. just bloody be there. Yeah, I do remember you praising that before, and I was thinking, I think you're meant to do that anyway. Yeah. But um, another one of mine from yours that I love. <laughs> oh, God. You can also cut this was... I want them to be able to drive. No, yeah, that com- can stay in. Competent stay driver. In. Competent, competent, competent driver. driver competent at that driver. as well. Yeah. She is the daughter of Black yeah. Abbey. Yes, yeah. she really is. Yeah. yeah, so why am I all attracting all these non-drivers and settling for them? Because that's what you're settling. That's what you're doing. Oh. You've got to ask your dad if he's got any younger mates. Oh, God. Oh, no. God. No. <laughs> To be fair, my mum and dad actually um, should take this idea to ITV. They were like, we need to date for you. Because oh. we would pick a better person than oh, what you pick for yourself. My. You know there's an app where your best friend set up your profile for you and basically do all of that for you. I'm sure there is. Someone's told me about it before. Or they're biased though. <laughs> I feel like boys would like do each other over. That's what I'm saying. They're gonna stitch them up in the most <laughs> jokey ways in that sense, or just absolutely lie. Right, non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. It has to be adventurous. Love that. Oh, that's a great that's one. That's a great one. Has to 
be spontaneous. Ooh. Like, I want you to just turn up and be like, I'm taking you out. Yeah, Aww. love that. Very nice. thought that was going very dirty then. <laughs> Has, Could also be that. has to turn up naked. Yeah. I don't feel like I get one. Why uh, not? Well, I can, but like, I, I have got my own. No, you got it. Um, what was your yeah. bar, babes? What was your oh, bar? There were so many things. That was the problem. Um, fault for. Yeah. Had to be yeah. thoughtful. Had to make me like scream with laughter. Or scream. Joking. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like a very kind, thoughtful person. But there was so many things. And to give Tom credit, Tom just like fits. Yeah. Like he can he, slot in yeah, with us free. That's another yeah, thing. Totally. You know, just like fits. I want like I know we're all the same. We could go into any situation, make friends. I've been in situations where I thought, Oh, are they gonna be alright? Yeah, gotta watch them. Are you okay? Yeah. And oh, I love that he will like people like him more than they like me, which is oh. like some sometimes nice. Sometimes he's very likable. He's very likable. You're the best. Thank I you. want you to be really easygoing, but don't just want people to like not you as than nice me, as okay? me. Yeah. yeah. Remember whose friends they are. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, hope that helps. Tell your brother he needs a long, hard look at himself in the mirror. And that is all I'm going to say on that. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send over any questions that you've got to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. Head over to our TikTok, Long Story Short Pod, to see what we've been up to. We'll be back next Tuesday. And don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye. Bye.